Hi, I'm Maddie, and I don't have a hobby. Hi, I'm Haley, and I have too many hobbies. And I've taken it upon myself to get Maddie hooked on just about anything. In this podcast, we're talking true crime. We're talking Enneagram. We're talking mental health. We're talking Scientology. And just about everything in between. So we're inviting you on a journey that you definitely didn't ask to be invited on. In the hopes that you too would like to be Average, average girls Average and only Average and only Yeah What's up? (laughs) I don't like any of this. That sounded like a monkey. (laughs) That was my favorite animal as a kid. Me too. What kind of monkey? Chimpanzee. Orangutan. Mm, Of course yours was orangutan. (laughs) Of course yours was. I honestly would have been, I would have guessed that. Whatever. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Actually, you know what I realized in all of our recordings of everything? What? Every, for some reason, you know how they say that the camera adds 10 pounds? Yeah. The microphone makes me sound 10 times more aggressive in anything I say. Anytime I'm listening to myself, Actually, I feel like I just sound I sound angry. really aggressive to you. But I'm not angry. Yeah. I feel very zen right now. Zen. Yeah. I could meditate right now. Never heard you say zen or that you meditate. I do meditate. You like lay a yoga mat down and like cross your ankles? That's not how, just exactly how you do it. You can do it like that. I do sit on my floor usually. And close your eyes and mm-hmm. like think happy thoughts. No, that's not how you do it. God, we're going to have to do a whole episode where we just meditate. I'm going to do it. I'm going to release a guided meditation series. It's just going to be us silent. That's not fun. No, I'm a guided meditation. Like you guide someone yeah, through I the meditation. Do that. I'm not saying you have to be a part of it. It's going to be my own thing. I don't need you. Okay, Actually, I do because you're the scene. only one who yeah. knows how to edit. Yeah, you try uploading one of your rough cuts. I There was one time I thought I was helping Maddie out and <laughs> I tried to edit an episode and it was basically <laughs> she just cut the clip. On this app we use, like a hundred times, like a hundred different pieces. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought I was being super helpful. And then I would have had to go in and download individually all one hundred and twenty pieces. <laughs> okay, Maddie, I won't ever try again. I was trying to be helpful. I know. I had good intentions. I know it was cute. I always. <laughs> I'm like the old grandma that's like trying to figure out how to work her iPhone. I know. I'm 800 years old. I don't know how to work anything. All right. Hot take. Our hot take. So we were actually talking about this in our office today. Okay. Um, We had some of my coworkers. And the question is, would you rather know the date that you die or how you die? The date including the year? Yeah. Um, so you could tell me, Haley, you're going to die April 14th, 2040. Mm-hmm. God, that was early. Um, or I or could say you're you going to die in a car accident. Asphyxiation. Oh, shit. You know that's my biggest fear. That's not fair. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. What did you say? I want to hear your thoughts. I don't know, though. I don't want to know the date. I want to know how. You want to know how? Yeah, and I guess I'm just going to have to run the risk of... How or I guess when? Like it, the worst case scenario, they're like, "Oh, you you get shot." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, so I have to live my whole life in fear of being shot." Right. I said date. Really? Why did you say date? I don't want to know how I die, but uh, because I don't want to live in fear. Because that way, if they say you're gonna die on June twenty seventh, twenty sixty five, I know I have until twenty sixty five. 
To live my fullest life. I guess that's true. Okay, maybe I would do that. But then, okay, but then you're also running the risk of... If I find out that I have cancer a year before that date, I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm going to die from this cancer probably. Mm -hmm. But what if I'm completely healthy three weeks before and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die a tragic fluke way and I'm going to be so scared. Yeah, I mean, you never know. On one side of the coin or the other, there's... I guess a huge variable. What if you pick the date and it's like two weeks from then? Yeah, that's terrifying. Oh my God. But I don't know which one I'm more scared of, that I have less to live or I know exactly how I'm going to go out. Yeah, because if it's something horrifying, that's literally, there's no way. Yeah, and and like car accidents are common. You don't always die in a car accident, but if you know you're going to die in one, it would be really hard for me to drive ever again or let somebody else drive. Like I would just- That's true. I'd be really scared. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to live in that fear. Okay. Anyways. Well, that was my question. So this one. So I decided whenever we were picking out crime cases that I had never done like an old timey one. And so, and I kind of, the part of me that likes the old timey crime cases is because I feel very far removed from it. And like, it definitely couldn't happen to me. So I figured we'd give it a go. I'm winking, but you can't tell. And I also can't wink. So that doesn't help. Me either. So the first time I heard about this, I was really freaked, not even freaked out. It's just super interesting. So what's my favorite podcast besides, you know, ours? My favorite murder. Yeah. My favorite murder. This is episode 94 called Go Get Your Thing. How many episodes do they have? Oh, like 200. Whoa. Yeah, they have a lot. There's that much murder to talk about? Actually, no, I think they have more than that. Yes, Maddie, there's a lot of murder. Oh my God. Um, But it's not all murders. Like some of it is like, I can never come back from this. I'm just what? absorbing all of this information. Oh, I'm I will sorry. never not know this. Ever well, again. okay, this one might be helpful because it's old, so you don't really have to worry about this exact scenario happening to you. Yeah, but we've done one about students and old people and married people and single people. Yeah, but murder can happen to anyone. It's I true. I know. I'm just saying. Anyone can. This get doesn't murdered. make me feel better because they're old. Well, it's not that they're okay. okay. I'm confused. Okay. What does old timey mean? Old no, not like old people like back in the day. This is this takes place in 1873. Oh, I thought you meant there's like a 65 year old on the loose. <laughs> Wait, what? On the loose? Not like, not still like on the loose. I thought you meant like most of these murderers are like 40, 40, 50. Oh, so 30. you thought you meant a really old man murderer? Yeah, like a nine. Oh, like a sweet little. He like looks a, like a sweet little nine like year old, he's but in he's like an old timey home, like a. <laughs> They don't call them that. Old timers. That's what I was thinking. What's Old-timers? that? Old timers? Alzheimer's. <laughs> I wasn't thinking Alzheimer's, but the way that that like the all phrase, just came the together. Phrase, the phrase, he's an old timer. Yeah, like he's an old timer. Okay, old timey. I've never heard of that. Like, I've never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that. Never heard of that. Old timers. That's like realize, realize, realize. Wait, what's the the he believed she, she lied. lied? Oh wait, no, she believed he lied. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh anyways. So old timey Alzheimer's, whatever. What I meant was that it's it happened back in the day. Yeah, it's a little 1870? Old. Yeah. Well, this is when. The Bender family. (laughs) (laughs) What? Murder? Are you ready? Wait, yes, but that just made me think of um, 
I don't know why it's just now clicking out of all the times we've mentioned murder. Have you seen Cat Williams, The Pimp Chronicles? No. First of all, disappointing. Second of all, there's a scene in it. Just. <laughs> okay. So just YouTube, Cat Williams, Pimp Chronicles, murder, murdered who? <laughs> and watch the clip. I have to search. <laughs> Wait, I have to search what? Cat Williams, Pimp Chronicles. Murder, murdered who? <laughs> All of those words. You, you, they don't fit together. You won't regret it. <laughs> Anyways, I love Cat Williams. You've never looked at me like that. I'm just disappointed, that's all. Wouldn't be the first time. It's okay. You've been disappointed in me a time or two. Okay, 1870. A German immigrant family named the Benders settle on a... Are you laughing again? No. Oh. Um, Benders settle on a 160-acre farm on a trail in Kansas. So this is like... Actually, I'm not going to pretend like I really know the history about this age. Yeah. Um, And I definitely can't ask you because you're not going to know. So... Thank All you I know for that. that. Um, so they come over in a wagon. That's uh, if that gives you an idea of the time period. Like the Oregon Trail. Yeah, it was the or- mm, here's where I don't know. See, this is the thing. Google I Google Oregon Trail. When was the Oregon Trail? Because it wasn't in the 1900s. Well, no, Maddie, it wasn't. But, but so it must have been no. Just because it wasn't in the 1900s doesn't mean it was 1870. No, <laughs> well, it wasn't 1900. Just, I can tell you that. No, not 1900. The 1900s, like. All okay, well, them. the earliest you can get is 1900. What? No, there's the 1800s and 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. I would never know there was a difference well, you were clarifying between the 1800s it. and the 1900s. You were clarifying it like there was nothing before the 1900s. Oh, my God. No, that wasn't what I was saying. But that's what it sounded like. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Maddie, you're pissing me off. You're pissing me off. We should stop doing this. When was the Oregon Trail? Why do you? Why am I looking at images? What did you Google? 1811 to 1840. Ah. But it was after. So it was a little bit after. I thought it was in the 1700s. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. It was previous to this. Oh, you're saying what is happening was a little bit after. Yeah. Okay. But wagon time. <laughs> so this happened. Cut all of that. It happened during wagon time. <laughs> Please tell me you're, you have the same mental picture as I do. You don't. I'm trying to come up with a song to it's peanut butter jelly time, but to it's wagon time, but I can't find other words oh, to put in there. When you just said that, my mind went immediately to Dragon Tales. Oh no. Let's all go to wagon time. <laughs> that's so that's what the Bender family sang on their Oregon Trail, but to Kansas. So their Kansas Trail, okay? So there's John Su- John Stamos. <laughs> Timeless. <laughs> Uncle Jesse and Michelle are headed to Kansas. On the wagon. So John Sr. and John Jr. go first, um, and they build the cabin, and they, like, prepare the way for – the wife and the younger daughter to come. The wife's name, this is, I don't understand this. Her name is Elvira, but they call her Kate. <laughs> Why are you squinting at me like that? They call her Kate, and the younger daughter's name is Kate. So there's John, John, Kate, and Kate. John and Kate plus eight. <laughs> I actually did not even think of that until right now. Wow, that's weird. Yep, John and Kate plus 
John and Kate again. <laughs> John and Kate squared. I don't, nothing's funny anymore. I don't know. So they come a year later in 1871. They get a farm and an orchard and they get all this livestock and they decide um, that they're going to build their cabin there in Kansas. And they turn their cabin into the Bender Inn, um, which also has a general store. So it's like a bed and breakfast and then it has like a separate part. What? <laughs> Oh, you're going to make a weird. Okay. Okay. Just checking. So they put <laughs> Maddie's like mouthing to me. Like, I'm not going to try to figure out what she's saying. Um, <laughs> so they put, I imagined this in my head and I don't know why, because I guess I was feeling generous towards the 1800s. Like they were really smart. I don't know. I imagine like a cracker barrel. It's actually, they just have a canvas sheet in between the private house and the inn. Oh wow, that's literally the yeah. So not a very well. No, it's like house. A, yeah, they had to build it themselves. So it's like, you know, whatever. So it's a nice little stop on the trail for people that are settling out west. So it's like right in the middle. So people are like stopping there, and it's this nice little family, like these German people that are just chilling out, and they're super hospitable, and they have this inn. But the Benders are known spiritualists, which is kind of common at the time. But basically, primarily Kate, which is the daughter Kate, um, was known for talking to the dead. So, Ooh. uh-huh, yeah. So people start going to the Bender Inn, and it becomes basically an attraction. So people are traveling, and they're just showing up to grab land, and there's no way of tracking anybody, basically. Like, people are leaving from the – I just forgot the opposite of West from the East and they're going West. And it's like so many people die along the way. You mm-hmm. played Oregon trail as a kid. Yeah. In eighth grade, half the class got to go to Washington DC mm-hmm. and then the other half played the Oregon trail. Really? Yeah. But they made it like we played it on the computer, but they made it like a real life game. So we had to oh, like negotiate. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Not when your friends are at the Capitol. Okay, yeah. But they tried to make it. Yeah, they did. They did. But yes, I. But did I? I loved that game. I want to see if I can download it. You, you probably that. can't. I don't. I didn't love that game. Are you serious? I died of dysentery every time, and I still loved it. But basically, all that say they don't like. There's no way of tracking anybody. People died all the time, so it was like if you make it out there, you make it. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you don't. So basically, the whole thing is like you end up there, you settle, you send a letter. Eventually, once you get there, it's probably years. You don't even know where you're going to end up. So basically, it's sort of a surefire system for the Benders because around 1873, a couple years after the Benders have been there for a little while, um, there start to be rumors about the Bender Inn that sometimes people go and they don't ever leave. And so they are known now as the Bloody Benders. Ooh. Ooh. Scary, right? They basically noticed this because George Launcher stops at the Bender Inn in Kansas with his infant daughter on their way to Ohio from Kansas. So they're like from the general, not like very close, but the area. Yeah. They have a neighbor whose name is uh, Dr. William Henry York. And he notices that they've been gone for longer than they were supposed to be and that they should have been back by now. So he decides that it's his obligation to go out and find them. Hmm. Don't know why he was super invested. Yeah, that's a long trek. I don't know. A possibility. He's a gay lover. I don't know. Ooh, maybe. maybe. He tells everybody where he's going and why. Um, so everybody knows where he is because he is smart. Everybody starts to get very suspicious whenever William Henry York doesn't come back either. He... 
has a brother, though, who is a colonel and a brother that's a senator who knew where he was going. And whenever he doesn't come back, they're like, yeah, no, something's up. He was suspicious. And now he didn't come back. Something's going on, obviously. So mm-hmm. they decide that they're going to go down there with a posse of 50 soldiers. Whoa. When your brother's a colonel, you get to do whatever you want. What's a colonel, you ask? I don't know. You mean a colonial? I <laughs> there's just a squiggly line right here because I didn't know how to spell it. I have a master's degree. I don't know how to spell that. I also almost always say colonel every time. I'm like, oh, Oh, the the brother, the colonel. I mean, what? Why would you pronounce that colonel? I learned how to say colonel the correct way playing um, the board game, the mystery board game. You know what I'm talking about. Colonel Sanders. Yes. Colonel Sanders? Colonel Sanders is the KFC guy, isn't he? (laughs) I think though I might be wrong. Wait, (laughs) 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 Colonel Sanders was an American businessman best known for his founding fast food chicken restaurant chain, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Wait, who's the Colonel in in Clue? Yeah, Mustard. Colonel Colonel Mustard. Mustard. And you said Colonel Mustard, and somebody made fun of you one time, and you never messed up again. He was also my favorite character. Really? Don't ask. I don't know. <laughs> I respect him. <laughs> oh, you know who is my favorite? Actually, Miss Scarlet. Yeah, that's like what a normal preteen guy would have. My favorite guy character. I don't. What were I, you, Professor Plum? No, I don't know. I don't think I played that game. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so Colonel Sanders gets a posse of 50 soldiers to come with him. And they just go along this trail and they just start asking people because what else are you going to do in 1873? Think about how weird this would have been. I know. You just go around and you're like, hey, did you see my brother? And they're like, no. For like hundreds of miles. Yeah. That's all you do. And they eventually get to the Bender Inn on the route that the brother was taking. Mm-hmm. And so they explain why they're there and the benders just tell them, oh yeah, your brother actually did stay here, but he left. And he actually might've run into some Native Americans on the way because there are Native Americans that live around here that are really dangerous. So they keep searching, but as they you know, go keep going down the route, they find out that there are rumors around the town about the benders in general. And so they start to get a little bit suspicious. A woman tells a story about once getting chased out of the Bender Inn with a knife. And so they're like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe we should just ask them a couple more questions. Because usually that – I mean, I've never chased anyone with a knife. Have you? Yeah. You have? Actually, now that you say that, I have. Yeah. But as, as a, like joke, a joke. Me and my sister used to all the time. Oh, yeah. Have I, actually, you know what? I don't know if I've ever pulled a knife on my sister. I went through a phase where I would watch scary movies, like the mm-hmm. demonic ones, like Ooh. scary. Ooh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I would get home from school and my sister would be there. She would be waiting in the kitchen with her like feet turned in and her eyes crossed. And I would flip on the <laughs> kitchen lights and she would make these like... <clears throat> No sounds, and she'd be cross-eyed, and her feet turned in, <laughs> like with a limp, just like making these horrible noises, and she would chase me. I'm scared thinking about that. And then I would lock myself in the bathroom, and she'd like fling the knife under the <gasps> little gap. It was terrifying. And then she'd just start crack up laughing, and she's like, "Oh my god, you're so dumb." And that's I like horrifying. I was like, "That's not funny." My sister one time convinced me whenever she was probably like seven. She convinced me that she could see dead people. And so, did I ever tell you this? No. Oh my God. There was, I was literally one random morning, like literally as soon as I woke up, I remember her being like, I have to tell you something. I 
I was like, you can. And for some reason, I was like, just believe we're going to get through this together. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm like coaching her through this whole experience. And she's like fake crying. And she has her head in her hands. And she's like, oh my God, there's a girl over there in a bonnet. Oh my God. And she keeps like fake looking up and being like, <gasps> and I was like doing exposure therapy. I'm like walking her through. I'm like, Abigail, you have to be brave. I'm going to walk with you. <laughs> and I'm like walking her past the bathroom and she's like running. She's like, oh my God, oh my God, like running past the bathroom because there's like a dead person in there. And she was like, no one's going to believe me. And I was like, it's okay. I believe you. <laughs> so I went down to my mom and I remember my mom being on the home phone. And I sat her down at the island and I was like, mom, I need you to get off the phone. She's like, okay. And so she's like, what do you, okay. And so she gets off the phone after a while, like probably not immediately. She was probably like, shut up. And she said, um, okay, like what's going on? And I was like, I don't know how to tell you this, but Abigail can see dead people. <laughs> and um, she's very scared to tell you, but it's something we're going to have to, you know, get through as a family. And she was like, oh yeah, can she? Okay. Awesome. That's, oh that's really cool. Gosh. Like I'm, I'm sure that that's absolutely happening. So she had a lot going on. Turns out she actually can't see dead people. So <laughs> we, like, we talk about it now and she's like, uh, yeah, no, I made the whole thing up. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I did text my sister and I said, have I ever pulled a knife on you? And she said, I don't think. <laughs> well, that's good. It's not reassuring. Back to the story. So, uh, a woman tells a story about chasing being chased by a knife. Nope, not by a knife by itself. By the bender exploding <laughs> the knife. So they decide to go back. And this time the bender family is still there. But they're being incredibly hostile. And tell them that if they want to come in to search the place, they're going to need a warrant. And that they need to get out. Which didn't know they had warrants back in the day. So, you know, there's a little bit of law and order. So, dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Oh, wait, no. Dun-dun. <laughs> uh, the colonel goes and he gets it. And he's a freaking colonel. So I guess, as if I have any idea what that means. And he's a colonel, so... <laughs> And he's a colonel, so you know what that means. <laughs> and he goes, and he gets a warrant, and he comes back. And by the time they get back, the entire cabin is completely empty, and the benders are all gone. gone. And there's no way to know which way oh. they went unless people yeah. saw. Or if there's a surveillance camera. <laughs> right, in 1870. Yeah. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. If they went On outside the street, of McDonald's, yeah. it's absolutely there. They go into the cabin, and they're looking around, and they can't – they literally took everything. But they do notice a smell. And listen, okay, I'm going to preface this by saying I don't want to smell a dead body. I don't. I don't want to know what decomposing flesh smells like. Here it's terrible. But I kind of want to know. Yeah. You're curious. Yeah, I just want to – I don't, like, want to smell it, but, like, I, like, I kind of want to smell it a little bit. I guess. I think I just want to know in case I'm ever nearing a dead body, like an actual dead body, I'm going to know ahead of time that I know that something's there and I don't want to well, see it. Well, do you it. think all dead bodies smell similar? Yeah, like the smell of decomposing bodies smells oh, the same. I don't think I'm curious. I don't want to see it. I just want to know what the, the smell, smell is. I don't want to see a dead body though. Okay, so they realize that the smell is coming from a trap door on the side of the cabin. So uh, they open up the trap door and the smell immediately hits them the second that they open it and no one can even go inside because it's so bad. Oh my. Yeah. So they have to end up taking the cabin off of its foundation to get into the cellar because they literally can't get anyone to go in without immediately vomiting. Yeah, it's that bad. Maybe I'm kind of curious. They, <laughs> you're like, hold the phone. Once they manage to take the entire cabin off of its foundation and get inside, they see that the cabin floor is completely covered and sticky with congealed blood. Oh. The entire bottle. Try. No, it was the trap the door. The entire bottle. Did I say 
bottle? I meant bottom. But they don't see any bodies. Nothing else is down there. It's literally just a floor of sticky blood. But it was obvious that bodies had to have been there because it smells like dead yeah. body. The entire thing is just a floor of sticky, nasty, old blood. Ew. Yes. I wonder why they didn't even try to clean that. I think that was like their little torture chamber down there. It was like... But, I mean, they got all the bodies out and, like, cleaned out their whole place, but they didn't bother cleaning up the bodies. I I don't... Or the blood? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre. So the colonel takes a look around, and he sees that there are weird depressions in the soil that looks like it's been disturbed around the area of the Bender's house. He knows that something obviously isn't right. They go through the orchards with metal rods, and they end up finding the body of Dr. William Henry York, his brother. Oh... Um, in that orchard, they end up finding eight other bodies. Whoa. Yeah. Um, some of the graves are so deep that they're realizing that multiple people could be buried. Like, they have them stacked, and they're so deep. Which, Oof. first of all, that would take so, so long. long. So long. You're very dedicated to murder. Right. But, they like, they have so many people that, that could have been stacked inside, and their orchards are so big, and they own so much land, and... They don't have huge construction things to get all of that up. They just have, like, shovels and people. Right. So it's like they could be buried. There could be so many more people back there. Yeah. No one. Now, this one made me really sad. I don't know. Do you want to know it? Yeah. Um, a father and a daughter were buried in a single grave. There were no injuries besides a broken arm on the girl. So they think that they buried her alive on top of her dead father. Oh, that is like the worst way to die probably yeah you're on the dead body of your father and then you're buried alive oh my god okay this is basically what they ended up coming up with they think that the benders did they would have someone come stay the night at the inn and they would give them a family style dinner and they would like eat with them and they would make them food and Mm -hmm. it was like this sweet like oh look at this nice family that took us in While we were on the road, they would sit the guests down with their back to the canvas divider. Then John Jr. or John Sr. would go behind the canvas, hit them in the head with a hammer, and then Kate Jr. would slit their throat. The little girl? Yeah, but I'm thinking she's not a little girl. I think she's like a teenager or something. Well, like an older teenager maybe. But they don't have ages on here because no one really knows. But also this is like their hypothesis, but no one knows exactly why they think that. I don't know if it's because of their dead like injuries on the bodies or what it was, but apparently that's just what they think happened. So then they would drop the dead body through a trap door into the cellar. And then people um, could be in the general store and not know that there were like the person that was there the night before had just been killed. Oh my gosh. They robbed people because everything um, they own is in the covered wagon because they're taking their entire life west. Mm-hmm. So they would rob people, but that they don't think that it was their sole motive for killing people though. They think that they actually just enjoyed the killing because um, sometimes they were killing people only to get like a dollar off of them. So it wasn't just that. Because there's like random transients and like passerby people yeah. that were staying there too. And they weren't taking all of their stuff. So that's what they think happened. But the benders are long gone. The benders are never seen again. Well, they successfully escaped from everyone. I'm sure it's not hard in 1873. Yeah, that's true. Just go out west. Everyone's out there. Um, there were sightings and people who confessed to being a part of the murders But they were never found or none of that was ever corroborated. And they think people were just, like, trying to get famous. So they end up investigating the family um, just to figure out, you know, where they could have gone, if they knew anybody, whatever, whatever. And there are actually no official papers that say that the Benders are a family at all. Whoa. There's no proof. Um, It's believed that Kate Jr. 
and Kate Sr. were mother and daughter. The Johns aren't related at all, they don't think. They think that Kate Jr. and John Jr. were husband and wife, and that the seniors were husband and wife. They were posing as brother and sister, and that they were like a gang of bandits that decided to pretend to be a family to gain people's trust to open this inn oh out west gosh. with the sole purpose of murder. Murder. I do not like it. The cabin is still there. What? Uh-huh. It's now called Hell's Acre. Fitting. Right. Um, they have an orchard that's completely cleared because they think bodies are still out there from like 1870. Isn't and that so weird? And they haven't dug them up? No, I guess not. Why would you want to do it now? Anyone that knew him is dead. I guess maybe just... Just to know how many bodies were out there. I don't know. Um, but at Hell's Acre, they do ghost shows out in the haunted orchard. So um, that is the case of the Bloody Benders, America's first ever reported Ooh. serial killer family, even though they technically weren't a family. They just pose as a family. I don't like it at all. Does this one freak I you out like less because of the fact that it's not? No, it just means people have been evil since forever. All right, so that's the Bloody Benders. Maddie, how do you feel? That one wasn't bad. I thought It was, was super interesting, actually. Right? Isn't that freaky? Yeah, but I think you're right. It doesn't scare me as much. See, I told you. So maybe we have to stay old-timey. Alzheimer's. <laughs> I was just going to say that. God, that was so terrible that you said that. I'm trying to think. I feel like we have updates in general. Follow our Instagram. Mm, yeah, do that. Hot take ideas. I think that would be so fun to answer stuff that you guys want to hear or yeah. specific murder cases that you guys are into. Yeah. I'm working on some of those. I'm working on John Bonet right now. Do you know who that is? No. Gosh, how do you not know some of the most notorious ones? I don't know. I literally know Ted Bundy and that's it. Before this. Thanks for listening. Sorry that you had to. Goodbye. Average and only.